Welcome to the Island Podcast. I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and today's podcast, I want to talk about a specific topic that I've mentioned on in the past. However, we have to have this conversation to understand exactly where the entire world is headed and who is truly leading the way. And yes, I am going to start also mentioning a couple of people that, and I I know I've kind of frowned upon this in my last episode, but these people and their names have to be said. They have to, because they will be a part of this stuff. They are a part of it already, and we cannot be fooled by any of this stuff. So let's go ahead and jump right into this. Again, welcome to the island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. And before we go ahead and jump into this topic, go ahead and go to rss.com forward slash podcast. That is podcast ending in an S forward slash the island. And there you can view, listen to all of my previous episodes and get caught up on everything that you need to be caught up on when it comes to the island podcast. So let's go ahead and jump right into this topic. This topic is, I don't want to say a doozy, but it is, it's, it's mind boggling. And for this topic, we will be diving through in and out of the Bible. So you can have a clear understanding. And I want to start this off by saying the title of this, how bad. How corrupt, how perverted, how evil was Sodom and Gomorrah. So that God just said, enough is enough. I have to destroy all of it. How bad was this place? How perverted were these two cities? And we have to go back into the book of Genesis. When it talks about Abraham is speaking, Abraham and God, they are speaking to, to one another. And Abraham's trying to, he, he's pleading the case for these two cities. And after he pleads the case for these two cities, God says, if you find these amount of people who are righteous in this city, in these cities, I believe it's 10, then he will keep the city safe. He won't destroy it. Now, after that, it breaks off into going straight to Lot. Two angels who were there with Abraham, they leave the scene and then they go down to the city and then they run into Lot. Lot is at the gate of the city. His house, from what I see when I'm reading this, I I, I see him sitting right at the gate of the entrance of these two cities. And his house is right at the entrance of these two cities. And if you read the story in the book of Genesis about Sodom and Gomorrah and Lot, you will understand and you will see something truly amazing. You see, Lot, he's not native to Sodom and Gomorrah. He winds up going to Sodom and Gomorrah. And the people of these two cities know this. And if you read, 
in Genesis, you'll find this out. For they, the men, young and old, great and small, when all things go crazy, they call him an alien who has come there to always judge them. Does that sound familiar on what's going on right now in the United States? I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. People will say, and there's a lot of songs out there that says this too. People will say, only God can judge me. Who are you to judge me? This is the same thing that the people of Sodom and Gomorrah were saying to Lot. Who are you? You come to our city acting like you're high and mighty and that you're a judge. You need to cool it. You can't judge us. You're nobody. You're not even native to our land, to our city. Get out of here. So, so I need you to understand that part. So off, off the back, we have a bunch of pen, a, a bunch of men. I said pen, but a bunch of men, young, old, big, small, heavy, fat, strong, you call it whatever. They're all there. And then they start going after Lot. Why? Because he brought the two angels into his house. Because the two angels at first, they wanted to stay in the middle of the town, the town square. They wanted to be in the middle of the town. They wanted to spend the night on the street, in the middle of the street, to see exactly how these, this, these two cities, how the people in these two cities, how they act. Lot convinced them to come with him inside his house. At this time, he did not know these were actual angels. They just appeared as normal men, regular men. And now we're about to get into the parts where how perverted was these, was these cities? That is Sodom and Gomorrah. How perverted was it? Because you can hear in the text, you can see in the text when you're reading it, that all the women in these two cities, they all stay inside. They all stay inside their homes. They don't want to come out. They will not come out of the city. Or, sorry, not out of the city. They will not come out of their homes. They will not go anywhere. They will not travel anywhere. They stay inside of their homes. So much, Lot's son-in-laws, he goes to them. He walks out because the angels tell him, go, go find your sons, your son-in-laws. Bring your, your daughters who are married. Bring them all here and leave the city now. He goes to his son-in-laws, and they laugh at him. He doesn't even talk to his daughters, the ones who are married. He doesn't even talk to them. He goes to the son-in-laws, and then they laugh, and then he goes back home. All in while, the women of this town stay inside. They stay locked up. What had to have happened in these two cities to make the women of these two cities to say it is better to just stay inside 
and never leave the house than to just walk outside. What had to have happened in these two cities? How corrupt and how perverted were these two cities? You have to understand that women don't even want to walk outside. They do not want to go anywhere. And let's keep this going. It even says that when the men pressed upon Lot because they wanted, they, these guys wanted, the Bible says, wanted to know the angels who looked like men. They didn't know they were angels at the time. They wanted to know them carnally. This is basically, they wanted to rape these angels. They looked like men and all the men in the town saw these newbies come in and they wanted to rape them. That's how horrible these two cities were. New people came into the city and Lot was the first person there. And I can almost guarantee you the reason he was at the gate, the reason he set his home right at the gate was to warn the people who were coming in. You should not come here. Do not come in this city. This city is horrible. The, this city, they will do horrific things to you. So please, if you must come, come to my house and I will do everything I can to keep you safe from the people of this city. That is just my thought on why his house was right at the gate of the city of the entrance of this city of Sodom and Gomorrah. And so all the men, young and old, wanted to rape these two angels who appeared as men. And they were so perverted, and you can even say, make the case, Lot was even somewhat perverted in this instance, because he offered up his two daughters who lived with him who were virgins. And he said, look, I have two daughters. Now, I'm going to time it out right there. Why? Because this tells me that the men of this city have never seen Lot's two other daughters. Again, how perverted was these this town? These two cities, how, how horrible was it that he kept his daughters locked away? The people of the town knew Lot. However, they didn't really recognize that he had two daughters. That means he kept them away. He kept them inside. They stayed inside. But he offered them up, said, do not harm these two strangers, these two men who are coming here. I will give you my daughters. You can do whatever you want with them, but do not harm these two men. again. I'm going to stop right there because, again, I'm going to ask the question, how perverted were the people of Sodom and Gomorrah? I think, and I, this is, was my conversation with my mother, I truly believe that they've lost all sense of reality, that they themselves had no clue what a woman, a real woman, actually looked like anymore they couldn't comprehend that anymore 
they were so confused in the brain that if you mentioned a female to all of these guys, they were like, what is that? We don't even, we have guys that look like females. They dress, run around like, like, we don't care. We want the two guys. We are going to make these guys as perverted as us. We are going to make these men who walked in here, these guys that they thought they were men, as disgusting and as perverted and as gross as us. We won't have it. We won't have these strangers who think they're better than us. No, we are going to bring them to our level. These guys did not know that they were dealing with two angels. How perverted, how confused were the people of Sodom and Gomorrah? Were they just had to have perversion everywhere. You have to understand that. That they themselves as men would rather rape other men than to find a female for themselves and get married and have a life together and and fall you know fall in love, get married, have a life, have some children and all they would they did not want that. They wanted to run around in the midst of the night, and anyone that they saw got raped. And here's a part that everyone skips over. Because the Bible says that because Lot was keeping the angels inside, the men were pressing against Lot and the door to break down his door. They, there was an instance where they backed up just a little bit. And said, we are going to do worse to you, they are now speaking to Lot, than what we are going to do to the two men you took into your house. They were already saying they were going to rape those two guys. And now they are going to do worse to Lot because he refused to let them get to those two men who were actually angels. They were going to do worse. What's worse than being raped? I don't even want to comprehend it. That is how perverted Sodom and Gomorrah was. Where the only person who had any type of sense had to be at the entrance of the city to keep any travelers, any strangers, anyone who's just coming in to visit safe. From actually going inside the city. Because once a person stepped inside. They were not coming out. At least they will not come out the same. You have to understand. How perverted. How evil were these two cities. Sodom and Gomorrah. And so now we're seeing that these cities were, were filled with men. Running around doing whatever pleased them whatever they wanted whatever made them feel good they did it nobody could stop them they just ran around it was so bad again it was so bad that the actual women the females of this of these two cities would not come outside honestly it's fear of their life and these guys Went so long not knowing what a female looked like. They themselves 
It sounds like they were so confused that they just took whatever and they started acting like females. Some of them. What does this sound like? Sounds like a fall of humanity. Sounds like everything has gone in just just haywire. Nothing good going on in these two cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. So bad that they were telling their victims what they were going to do to them and no one could stop them from doing it nobody and so the two angels grab lot after they after they after the group of men a bunch of them and and, and the bible does say it was all the men of the city surrounding the house trying to break through that the angels reached out grab lot pulled him inside the house then they struck every person around. It was all the men, young and old, big and small. They struck them with blindness. They could not find their way in because they were struck with blindness from these angels. And these angels, at that point, they just said, we had enough. And then they told Lot why. They were there to destroy the entire cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and everybody within it. And they said, Lot, get your family, get your two daughters, get your wife, get your sons-in-laws and everyone in your family and get up out of here. Leave. Now, I want you to stop right there. Let's stop right there just for a quick second and understand that Abraham pleaded the case for these two cities to not be destroyed for on the case for the righteous people who might be in those two cities 10 let's count now it doesn't actually have to say they abraham didn't say that they lived there he just said for 10 righteous people will you keep these cities safe god said yes now let's do the count now on righteous people in the city. I will say, let's go with Lot would be one. His wife might be two. His two daughters might be three and four. He had at least, it says son-in-law, so let's, that's more than one. So let's just go ahead and say two. That's now six. If he had two son-in-laws, then that means he also had two daughters. That's eight. There's eight righteous people right there. You only need two more. The two angels walked in that city. That's ten. There's your ten. It would have took Abraham to go down to that city to say, God, there's ten here. But Abraham did not. Actually, it sounds like he just went to sleep. And then woke up and saw the smoke of the city and was like, well, they're gone. Understand something. When you're pleading the case for something to God, you better stay awake. And you probably should go down there. But he did not do that. He pleaded the case, stopped at 10. 10 actually sounds like 10 probably wound up in that city. But yet Abraham was like, eh, I'm out. I'm going to sleep. Sometimes you got to get up and do your part. But that's if all of those ten were righteous. Now, you know, Lot's wife wound up as a pillar of salt. 
so she might not have been that righteous. We do, do know that he had two, at least two son-in-laws. They laughed at Lot. So those two might not have even been righteous either. So you, we could easily take three out and it falls down to seven. Or we can leave those three in and it goes up to ten. Either way, you know, here or there. Either way. But still understand this. Again, how perverted, how much lawlessness was going around. You have to understand something. How far is the United States itself from falling into that type of lawlessness? And understand that these two cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, these two cities happened after the flood. You know, Noah and the flood, God wiped clean the entire earth because of the violence and the lawlessness that was running around the entire earth. Everything was becoming corrupt and evil. And then time goes by. And when time goes by, people forget. And when people forget, they become what was forgotten. And these two cities was a resemblance of what the earth was before the flood. So God had to destroy it. He did it with fire and brimstone. And what amazes me about this, as with the flood, I'm not as with, but unlike the flood, when God said he will not destroy the earth again with water, he will not flood the earth again, and here's the promise with the rainbow, he doesn't give the same promise when it comes to fire and brimstone and Sodom and Gomorrah. He just says, I'm going to obliterate them, completely annihilate them. No promises. Use these two cities as an example. If anything or anyone gets this just corrupt, horrible, horrific, perverted, evil, this will be your fate, Sodom and Gomorrah. And again, I ask you, how far is the United States of America from Sodom and Gomorrah? The men here and women. The confusion is already happening with these trans rights and all this LGBT whatever stuff going on. It's already here. And it's so bad that the lines of male and female are getting blurred in such a way that children are now being confused. They don't even know. At least not anymore. How bad does it have to get? It's so bad that real females, I mean, they biologically born a woman and they stay, you know, obviously they're staying women or whatever, but they themselves, the women in the United States are confused themselves. Do they not realize that they are putting themselves, women are putting themselves up on the chopping block? Let's get into this real quick. There are a bunch of women out there. They're neither gay, they're straight, they're not trans or whatever, they're none of that, but yet they they want to advocate for trans rights. They say trans women are women. There's women out there who are advocating for this. Do you have to do you not realize that before all of this happened, there were reasons why reasons why women 
got their own things. Why women were able to vote. But yet now these women of today's world are trying to say these men who are biologically men, they think they're women in their brains. They feel like they're women. So we're going to say they're women. And so we want them to be with us too. Got to understand something when that happens. When you put your own self on the chopping block like that. There mean, that means there's no longer actual women's rights. The rights of women are now gone. Because you've allowed the confusion of a man who thinks he's a woman to go along with your ranks. You have to understand that. You want to sit here and say these people are also women just like me and they can be in the same space as the rest of us women because in their brains they think they're women. Do, do you not realize how, how horrible that's going to become? You got now men dressing up as women, men acting like women. Men thinking they're women. Men thinking they can go to the same places as females go to. Doing the same things as females go to. How perverted do you have to be? And then on top of that, as a female, you want to condone this type of mindset. Do you not realize that you are setting your own selves up? You are setting your own self for a complete disaster. But this is what you want. I'm pretty sure that this is exactly what happened in Sodom and Gomorrah. To the point to where after a while the actual real women got tired of it. But then they lost their voice. They lost everything that they had. Because they allowed the men who thought they were women to be a part of their ranks. And so they ended up losing their voice. To the point to where they were shut down and told to stay inside and even to the point to where they felt that even if they stepped outside something bad would happen to them you have to understand there is an end result to something like this and this end result always ends in destruction go throughout time go and look at all civilizations who started going down this path, and where does it end? I can tell you where it ends right now, to be 100% honest with you, I can tell you where this ends. It ends in actual children sacrifices. Taking children and slaughtering them. That's already going on. It's called abortion. But then... You're going to take it a step further and say you're doing this for your religious reasons. Now it's a true sacrifice. This has happened always throughout time with civilizations who've gone down this path. You can believe it or not, but the Mayans, you know, the people that built those pyramids down in, what is it, uh, uh, South America? Uh, Central Mexico and all Central America, Mexico, or the middle of Mexico, you know, all the way around there, down there, you know, the southern part of the American, South America, Central America, all of that. There has now been proof that right before 
they were wiped off the face of the of the earth basically there were 80,000 children sacrificed in one night 80,000 children in one night murdered killed for their beliefs and then they said it was within a couple of days actually that a fire scorched them all everything in sight ended their entire civilization just within days after that sacrifice they all died this is proof you can look it up yourself this is the inroad of this type of confusion that is going on in the united states this is where it ends that's where it ended in sodom and gomorrah so perverted so perverse so evil fire was the only thing to cleanse the land in the united states of america we are going down that path and for us it will be worse because we have all the examples but yet we are now rejecting all of it do what feels good again like i said in the beginning of this podcast who are you to judge us same thing the men of sodom and gomorrah said to lot we are going to do worse to you now because you feel like you're all high and mighty. The same thing that happened to Riley Gaines because she was making a speech on preserving the rights of real women to not allow men to confuse the lines to take away your rights as a woman. They pressed against her. They wanted to do some bad things to her to the even point that they were going to basically hold her as a hostage until they got money. And the police were actually there too. They didn't care about them. These were men wanting to be women. And what made it worse, there was women in the crowd who were women and they were all up for it. Blurring the lines is never good. There's a reason why. God said he created male and then female. There's a reason for this. And we need to understand this. Because if not, we will succumb to the same fate of Sodom and Gomorrah. And like I said, it will be worse. It will be worse. So again, I ask you the same question. How perverse was Sodom and Gomorrah? Will the United States fall that down that same path? Will we go down the same path of Sodom and Gomorrah? And it sounds like and looks like we are. We're even going down to the park. Because at least Sodom and Gomorrah, they stayed to themselves in their own cities, in their own gate. But the United States, we don't want to do that. No, no, we don't. As I talk right now, Kamala Harris. She was in Africa. She was doing a massive tour for in the entire continent of Africa. Saying, I will give you X amount. And I spoke on this. She will give you X amount of money. I believe the highest amount she offered one, one country was 13 billion. That's a B. 13 billion dollars for human rights. 13 billion. To allow gay, homosexuality, transgender, to allow them to be legal in their country. We will give you $13 billion. 
dollars. That's what it be. They said you can take your $13 billion and shove it and take it right back to your corrupt, disgusting nation. They offered the country of Ghana, I believe it was $8 million to do the same thing. And they, at that time, they said, no, take it and go. We don't want it. And this goes in now to, I said I was going to start naming a couple of people. This goes in to this guy. First off, what set me, you know, a little at arm's length, even further than arm's length from this guy. His name is Chris Reed, a minister, apparently. And his ministry, what said, I don't know about this guy, was the name of his ministry. Morning Star Ministry. And I remember I asked the question, isn't that one of the names the Bible gives to Satan? A Morning Star? So he wants to name his ministry after Satan. The Morning Star. People don't read their Bibles, so they don't know this stuff. And then, so I've listened to some of his prophetic visions that he's saying that he's getting. And they sound great. And and honestly, they could all come true. However, he's not saying something. And I was speaking to my wife the other day about this. This guy, Chris Reed, this minister, he's saying he's a minister. He has prophetic visions and all this other stuff. There's something he's not saying. For a lot of his visions to happen, a lot of his prophetic prophecies, per se, to actually happen, I don't think people realize that there has to be a lot of death. He's not saying that. He's saying that sometime this year, Vladimir Putin is going to die. I want you to stop at that first one that he's mentioned. This is one of his prophecies. Vladimir Putin will die. If he dies from an illness, okay. But if he dies from an illness, who's going to take the reins of Russia? Because we all know that the people behind him They're all saying what they actually want to do to Ukraine. And it's Vladimir Putin who is saying, I'm not going to do that, at least not yet. I at least want to evacuate the civilians before I actually do anything. And that's what he's been doing. Even though I get it, mainstream media in the United States, they're not saying this part, but he's actually trying to get the people, the civilians who are in these towns out of these towns before they go to war. And then they go to war and then whoever stays, stays and whatever happens after that happens after that. But everybody behind Putin is just saying, you know what, how about you just nuke all of Ukraine? If I was in charge, that's exactly what I would be. They're all saying it. And you want the one guy who is showing at least some restraint from completely annihilating an entire country. You want him dead. There's a lot of death. That's if he dies by, you know, by an illness. Let's say he dies by war. Someone finds him and kills him. The backlash of that is death. To anyone involved. Nukes will be shot after that. The annihilation of countries will happen if that happens. You're not just going to go to a country and kill their leader. Especially a country like Russia. 
and kill their leader and not face complete and utter destruction by doing that. You see, there's more to the, this guy's so-called prophecies that he doesn't want to say. Now he said even something about China. China, they, I see them breaking apart, he said. And they're going to become like a bunch of little states, he says. And each state will have their own form of democracy, he says. And Xi Jinping, I think, I believe that's his name, Xi, the president of China, he will no longer be there in power. Oh, and everyone starts clapping. Do you not understand this part? If China breaks up like that, that means there was a war that happened. And a lot of people died. And the government of China completely broke. Do you not understand that that is a war that happened that broke apart a massive country of China? When if a war happened, a lot of people died. And if China is in a war, there's only one other person that they fought. That's the United States. And for China to, to break apart into small state countries like that, honestly, that's nuclear war. What are you not saying, Mr. Chris Reed? He also said that Israel is going to strike Iran at a nuclear power plant because this nuclear power plant is making a nuclear bomb. So they were going to strike this power plant that is Israel is going to strike Iran with a missile. It's going to be a missile strike to take out this plant. Now... Again, everyone starts clapping. Yes, that's wonderful because Iran having a nuclear bomb, and I agree with this, Iran having a nuclear bomb, that's, that's, that is something the world does not need. However, what would be the ramifications when Israel, if Israel, strikes Iran at a nuclear facility? What will happen when that happens? Because I'm pretty positive, and I am, I am 100% positive, actually, speculating, I should say, that I am pretty sure that Iran is not just going to s just sit idly by and let that happen. I I'm pretty sure they're going to reach out to their allies. One of those allies is Russia. And I'm pretty sure when that happens, something bad like another war is going to break out, which will ensue more people will die. See, in the midst of everybody clapping of this prophecy that, this, that, that Mr. Chris Reed was telling everybody, you know, the minister, I believe he, he might be the, the head pastor at, the, at Morning Star Ministries, it, you know, named after Satan. I just, you know, however, in the midst of everybody clapping, everybody's missing something in all of that he is saying. He is saying he's not up for killing and I'm and I'm going to go on the betting side of that. He he's probably not. However, he's not telling the entire story. If these prophecies do happen, that means war all across the entire world. That means more death all across the entire world. Again, if China falls apart, the entire c 
country of China falls and breaks apart into smaller states. And each state has their own sort of democracy going on, like he said. That means a war ensued and it broke apart the entire country of China. This is something he's not saying. That means people died. A lot, actually. Especially like the entire country of China. What would have had to happen for this to actually happen? It's not like the people just revolted and took out the, their own president and then they just broke apart all happily. No, that, that's, that's not going to happen. And even if that happens, that means innocent blood will still be spilled. Because that means the president of China will go against his own people and start slaughtering his own people, which will mean there's a civil war going on inside China. So what are you not saying, Mr. Chris Reed? What do you what are you not trying to tell the people? But you're only trying to give them nice little things that makes them all clap and go, hooray! Yes, that's that's awesome. Everything that I heard you say spells war spells death and if that is the part of your prophecy that you are trying to keep from everybody because you have said uh, that god doesn't want me to tell everything and it's that part that you don't want to tell i highly disagree with you on that one that god does not want you to tell people that war is on the horizon it's just around the corner and a lot of people's going to die i highly doubt that god is saying that because if you go through your bible every time there's a prophecy that deals with some sort of war that prophet tells the people it's coming and those who follow god in this instance those who follow the holy spirit who hear his voice who are Christ-like and hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, they will be safe. So what are you not telling Mr. Chris Reed of Morningstar Ministries? It, it's, it, it's boggling my mind that all of this stuff is happening. And then he mentions also China has their tentacles and it's all going to be um, shown to the whole world. The whole world's going to see that China has spread their 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 fingers and put their fingers in everything that's all around the world and all this other stuff and it's going to be up to the united states to stop them however the united states itself like i said earlier in this episode the united states itself is doing something that the bible says is an abomination the united states is going all around the world i said kamala harris She's been all up and down the continent of Africa trying to spread homosexuality. Quid pro quo, per se, one would say. You put this, make this legal in your country, in whatever countries that she's gone through in the entire continent of Africa. You make this legal, that's homosexuality, transgender, queerness. You make that legal, I'll give you some money, a lot of money, some money that will help you. So what side are you saying the devil is on? Because to me, it sounds like he's actually playing the fiddle on both ends. See, what are you not saying? All you want 
is for the people to stand up and cheer and clap. But it takes a person who's truly listening to what you're saying. And then they just start saying to themselves, something just doesn't seem right. Because I can tell you also this, Satan also knows quite a bit of the future himself. He knows his time is coming up. He knows where he's about to go. And he's going to try to take as many people down with him as possible. So why would you want to not tell the people that there is a very high probability of war that's right around the horizon? You're saying all this stuff is going to happen in 2023 before the year 2023 ends. Some of it might go past. So that means there's a lot of death that's about to happen in 2023 and beyond. As you can tell, and I've said this plenty of times in the past, I am sick and tired of so-called prophets, priests, teachers, ministers, preachers, whatever you want to call yourself. I am sick and tired of hearing all of these messages. Some, they just want to talk about prosperity. Others, they want to talk about there's a great future coming to the United States. Others just want to say, look, people, it's all going to be all right. God, this is a promised nation, and we are promised children. Sick and tired of hearing about the lies that people are trying to spew out of their mouth. And they don't want to tell the truth. Because the truth might actually get people prepared for something that's about to happen. Again, like I said earlier in this podcast. Perversion, evilness, lewdness, lawlessness. Got Sodom and Gomorrah burned to a crisp. How bad was People were the people of those two cities. How close is the United States to being exactly that? And why won't these ministers tell the truth? At the very least, tell people we better get right with God. Because on the horizon, if we don't, fire, death will be coming to a city. Very possibly near you. So do what the old time pastors, preachers, ministers, priests, and I say the old time ones, do what they were saying. Die to your carnal selfishness. Go to the cross. Die on the cross with Christ. That's your sins. Bury them in the grave. Go past the cross. Bury them in the grave. Ask God for forgiveness. Repent of your sins in the name of Jesus Christ. And then rise up a new creature, a new being, and then do not turn back to what you were. Because we all know what's going on in a lot of these churches, Transformation Church, Bethel, Hillsong, whatever. We all know what's going on in a lot of those churches. They are making you comfortable living in sin. And just saying, just go to God and say, I'm sorry. And then go back out there and keep doing what you're doing. Because you got to live your best life. However, that's not what the Bible says. Go to the cross. Repent of your sins and go to the cross. Die. Die. Have your innermost 
inner self just die and rise again as a new creature. That is what it means to be born again. And then when you come up again as a new creature. No, I'm not saying kill yourself, people. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is put down your sinful nature. And do not go back to it and repent of those sins. Then get up and be a new creature in a dying world. Where death is around the corner the darkness is coming and unless you do that you will have no light in you thank you for listening to the island podcast i am your host alvis samuel go to rss.com forward slash podcast that is podcast ending in an s forward slash the island That way you can listen to all the previous episodes and get caught up on everything that you need to know. Again, thank you for listening to the Island Podcast, and I am your host, Alvis Samuel.